0: Traders, Kill Stokes here, and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you, as always, for joining me. If you guys are new and maybe you're catching this on YouTube, you can also listen to this podcast on your favorite music streaming slash podcasting app. For example, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, essentially any place out there that allows you to download or stream podcasts, you can find this show there. Why? Why? Well, because you guys have helped turn this into one of the fastest growing podcasts out there and somehow we just keep growing and growing bigger and bigger each and every week. It's amazing. In today's podcast, I want to talk a little bit about reverse engineering your goals and I'm going to share with you a conversation I had with a trader in my live trading room about kind of organizing your goals and and kind of the first things first mentality and and what I mean by that is goal-setting is big goal-setting is important but many people go around uh, go about setting goals the wrong way they have this big picture goal and they leave it right there and it's it just sits there right a goal is really insignificant unless you kind of work backwards and really identify and really uh, uh, really put together tactics on how to achieve that goal. And typically those tactics start at the very smallest level. And a good example is this, right? I used to be a basketball player and I used to, you know, like many other youngsters, I used to watch videos and highlights of basketball players doing all these fancy moves and I would try to mimic them. So I would go outside, I'd go to the court, I'd try to dribble behind my back, try to do a spin move, try to do between the legs, all of this uh, this fancy stuff yet I wasn't really good at dribbling with my opposite hand and all of those moves uh, really depend on the hand going from or required the hand the ball going from one hand to the other and I remember as I got more serious about basketball and I went on to play AAU basketball and, and getting some really really good coaching um, I tried these moves and practices I tried these moves in scrimmages and I remember the coach pulling me to a side uh, pulled me to the side and saying hey Akil You know, until you get better at the basics of really dribbling with your left hand, it's pointless to try these moves because they're just not going to work. And what that coach made me do was he made me promise to practice every day on my left hand doing basic dribbling drills until I mastered it. And I would go outside and I'd take the ball with my left hand. I'd do these drills for like a half an hour each day. And it seemed boring and boring and boring. But before uh, before I knew it, I got a lot better. I became very comfortable with my left hand and I was able to do uh, eventually the fancy moves that I tried and failed at previously. And in today's session, I'm going to share a few, a similar conversation of a trader who wants to achieve this from trading. I want to get this much a month. I want to make this much money, this percentage. And basically what I told the trader is don't worry about that yet. Worry about the important stuff, which is becoming a consistently profitable trader because until you learn the skill until you can prove that you can actually consistently extract profits from the market it's essentially pointless to try to figure out a way to make this percent or this many pips a week or this much money right you need kind of that foundation and once you have that foundation then you can start thinking about the specific goals of what you want to achieve with that skill once that skill is mastered. Now in the podcast, you're going to hear us talk a little bit about the money management spreadsheet. This is a spreadsheet that we give away um, in our membership and basically what it is, and I don't think I went into detail in the conversation about it, but imagine a spreadsheet that tracks all of your, your data, all of your stats and it essentially does the position sizing for you. So when you hear me say stuff like plug and play, I'm talking about going onto that money management spreadsheet, having all of your data already loaded up, and then just making little tweaks to position sizings, to max risk, max drawdown, stuff like that. And then having that spreadsheet kind of spit out different results for you based on kind of what you put in there. So again, I, if that confuses you during the uh, the live room uh, recording that I share with you, that's what I meant. Just imagine an automated spreadsheet that basically all you have to do is plug in the numbers and it will spit out for you different results based on how you kind of how you kind of finagle the uh the numbers that you put in so let's uh let's check it out and i'll see you guys at the end um todd says i'm having trouble with realistic expectations around money management i know you have to determine what kind of trader you are get a positive expectancy but i'm still not certain how to crunch the numbers for example if i want to make uh, $1,000 per week, I need so much expectancy, certain size of an account, certain percentage of the account. You talk about it in training, but I still need more information. All right. So here, first and foremost, right? So you shouldn't worry about money management until you, money management is the last thing you should worry about. It, it is it is the last thing because it means absolutely nothing, right? Money management means absolutely nothing, money if what? Yeah, if if you're not trading, if you can't trade consistently profitable, so your number one goal should should be to become a consistently profitable trader because if you can't produce consistent profits, your money management is not going to mean a thing. Secondly. In order to be successful in trading, you have to shift the mindset to process over outcome. And right now, right now, you're worried all about the outcome. If you were a newer trader I was working with, it would be a big red flag that you're worried about, well, what do I have to do to make this much? That means you're all money driven. You're all outcome driven. And that's going to lead to a lot of psychological mistakes because you're thinking money first, process second. It has to be processed first, outcome second, right? So here's what you do. When you go on your backtesting journey, you're going you're gonna to come up with a lot of data. You're going to have more data than you know what to do with. You're going to have every little bit of information that you need on your trading strategy, on your potential pairs, on your, your ch- chosen portfolio, right? Once you have that data, then you can just plug in the numbers and you'll be given the result. You can plug in the numbers and say, what if I were to trade this much? What would that result look like? What would my return on investment be? What would my maximum drawdown be? If I were to trade that much, how much would it be? So it it literally is plug and play after you've done all the work. Make sense? And even with the bigger picture, you said you want to you want to be full time at some points, you're looking at minimums. Well, you reverse engineer it. Look at your life. How much do you need per month to survive? And just like just like, you know, budgeting. You just work everything backwards. And you go through your numbers, you go through your expected return on investment, and then based on your return on investment, you'll see exactly how much or what size account you'll need to trade with in order to produce that return, in a in a in, in a in the monetary value of it. But it it really is the the in 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 the terms of learning how to trade, it's ninety nine percent learning how to trade and handling trading psychology that that kind of falls under one thing, one percent position sizing, one percent because it's so easy that you just plug in a number and it will tell you and you just have to make a decision. How, how risky do I want to be? How much am I willing to risk for blank return? So I I would waste zero energy thinking about money management right now because it's, it's pointless. What's, what's the point right now? Goal setting, you should have one goal, become a consistently profitable trader. What other goal do you need? What other goal matters? Well, what, what are you shooting for? Let me ask you that. You're, sh- you're shooting to be a full-time trader, right? And w- okay, so two percent per trade, hundred pips per week. So in order to produce that, guess what you need to be—a consistently profitable trader. What other goals do you have? I've got—I've got an I've got answer for any goal you have. You want to be a full-time trader? Guess what you need to learn how to do? You need to be a consistently profitable trader. You want to manage money one day? Guess what you got to do? You got to be a consistently profitable trader. You want to work for a prop firm? Guess what you got to do? You got to be a consistently profitable trader. It all stems from one thing. So if I determine my win rate is 70... Well, then you have to be a consistently profitable trader. Although you shouldn't be worrying about your win rate because your win rate means absolutely nothing. Your win rate has very little effect on your profitability. That's what you don't understand. What... you don't understand why your win rate doesn't, doesn't matter too much. <laughs> yeah. If someone, yeah, if someone has, yeah, it's, it's not your win rate. It's not how much you win and how much you lose. It's how much do you win when you win and how much do you lose when you lose? It's all about risk reward. It's not your win rate. You can be a, a 70% trader and, and be bleeding your account. You can be a 20% trader and, and making more money than anyone in the world. So I, I, your win rate is—it's something that is good for the ego, and it does serve a purpose because you you do need to have a high enough win win rate to stay sane. Like not everyone could be a twenty percent trader and keep taking trades. But as far as the the concept, I need to have a high win rate. I need to have this much risk reward per trade. You don't you don't need that stuff. You're over overthinking it. Especially at this point, right now, you just need to focus on learning how to trade. Yep. Yeah. Something you have to do, guys, you got to eliminate what everyone else has told you. Eliminate what you think you need to achieve to be successful. Because a lot of it is junk. It all stems with one thing. Learn how to trade. You learn how to trade, even even if you even if you value a high win rate, and there's nothing wrong with doing that. Even if you value a high win rate, your knowledge and your ability to trade is gonna allow you to develop a strategy that can accomplish whatever win rate you want. You follow me? If you want to be a 70% trader, if you want to create a system that has a 70% win rate, you still need to learn how to trade in order to do it. But the money management is the very, the very last straw, right? Which you it's 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 like, you know, trading is your business, right? It's like thinking about what your business wants to accomplish as far as how much profit you want to make before having a product to sell. Shouldn't it be the other way around? Shouldn't you develop a product and then work out how much you can make off of it? I'm I'm picturing in my head it's like opening a store like you just, you run out this office space or this this uh this building and you're like okay I got this nice store I got a cash register all right we need to make at least a thousand a day and it's like what are you selling well and you look around the store and there's like there's no this <laughs> it's, it's empty there's nothing in there it's like um I didn't think about that yet So the goal, the goals will come. It's it's if you can, if you can become a consistently profitable trader, you can start working on, if you have specifics that you want to accomplish, you can start working on that later. And again, it's as easy as taking our money management spreadsheet and just playing around with the different position sizing, saying, Hey, if I trade a two unit, what would that look like? Oh, that would produce this much a year. What if I traded a four unit? Ah, no, that's gonna, that's gonna open up too much risk. I don't want to do that. And it's as easy as kind of plugging it in and then seeing what that right fit is for you. And that's why I say it's, it's, I don't want to make it seem like it's not important. Position sizing and risk management is very important. But learning how to trade properly is what's most important. And yeah, like Jamie says, you can you can you can adjust it per if you're trading for yourself if you want to attract investors, right? So you can go back. We had a trader the other um, trader in our program who's looking to start working with potential investors, and originally his his um, I think his max drawdown was like 30% for his personal max drawdown. Um, he, he didn't achieve 30%. I think his biggest one was maybe in the twenties. And, and now he's going back through his strategy and saying, okay, well, I want to attract investors. I, you know, I don't want to have more than a, a 10% max drawdown. So Now he's going through and, and tweaking, um, his system to kind of meet that. And it, it, he's sacrificing his return on investment, but that's going to happen. So what he's doing is he's working with the numbers and okay, well, I'm gonna, instead of trading this, I'm gonna trade a little bit smaller. Right? My return on investment is going to go from 40% a year to 30% a year, so 10% down. But my max drawdown is going to go from 15 back up to 9. So he's he's working the numbers to to match what he wants to achieve. And it, it does require sacrifice. Um, I want to get a better understanding of the whole process I, I know I need to become, well, yeah, that's, that's the, the process is, is plug it, just plug and play. Do all the work and then just put a number in and see what it gives you. It's, it's really that simple. Who, who's, who's any of you guys have uh, using the position sizing, the money manager spreadsheet? Am, am I right? plug play and adjust, right? But it's, 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 it only works after you have your numbers. Cause now you have real numbers instead of made up numbers. See, I I think what you're trying to do, Todd, is you're trying to, you're trying to produce the numbers first. You're trying to, you're trying to, you're trying to have an outcome and you're trying to say, okay, well, here's how I have to trade to achieve that outcome. You want to have your realistic results first, And then adjust no no it's it's not it's not it's it's not a process at all no you literally just type a number in you literally just just type a number change one to two change two to four it's not a process at all the hard part is 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 the back testing spending all those hours and weeks and months back testing to get those numbers that's the hard part The money management really is the icing on top of the cake, right? The cake goes into the oven. It bakes for a long time. You got to sit there. You're hungry, but you can't touch it. And then it comes out. You got to let it cool. That's the hard part. That's the back testing. The money management is just taking the icing out, swooping it on. Feel me? But the point I want to make is... without the cake, there's nothing. Where does the icing go? It's gonna eat a, eat a bowl of icing by itself. I guess you could do that. But I, I want you to take a step back and I understand you you want, you want to think you, you want to think about your long-term goals and maybe it's my way of you know I have a different way of shooting per goals. I'm kind of a right now type person. But understand that thinking about money management and thinking about how much you want to make per week and your win percentage, that means absolutely nothing if you can't trade. So in my opinion, the main goal should be learn how to trade. And then once you learn how to trade, it's going to be pretty exciting to kind of make things work the way you want to work. But if you if you keep the outcome-based mindset, you're gonna be in trouble. Trading psychology is gonna whoop you into behind. Because you're you're gonna see you're gonna see every result in money. And then fear and greed, right? The pain of losing money is gonna creep in, the greed of 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 wanting more, or the fear of giving some back, and you're just gonna make all types of psychological errors and you're gonna bleed dry. I've seen it. I've been doing this for too many years. I've done it for too many years. Process, process, process. So that's that's the best advice I can give you. I w- I would say you know if you know it's sometimes people don't listen to the coach. Um, traders out there, you know, lend them your opinion. If for you guys that have been through the process, this is where you guys can step to the table. But it's not easy to do but it's necessary it's not tr- it's not easy trust me it's not easy I, I did the same thing I I, cal- I I knew that I just my goal was to make 20 pips a week and if I can make 20 pips a week I'd be a millionaire in six years didn't work out too well but the math worked but didn't didn't work out too well in real life so it's tough but that's why we're all here for you so all right Any other questions, guys? So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope the point that you took from it was it's okay to have goals. I'm not trying to shut down the idea of having big goals. I do think that's very important. But we don't want to lose sight of what it takes to achieve those goals. And and that means the tactics. So, yes, you want to achieve this. You want to become a professional trader. You want to make this percent a month, this percent a year okay, so work backwards. How are you going to achieve that? How are you going to put yourself in the position to achieve that goal? And as you work all the way back through this, through that, do that, do that, it's always going to come back to the basics. You need to learn how to trade. If you do not know how to trade, right, you're never going to get the ball rolling. You're never going to achieve all those other goals. So again, don't throw away your goals. It's okay to have them, but take a step back and always start from the basics and then work your way through the process the right way. And if you work your way through the process the right way, you're gonna find it easier and easier to achieve those long-term goals.